0: You are your brand. I think I got really hung up on thinking TikTok was like Instagram in the beginning and my feed needs to look perfect and it needs to all look cohesive and that's not how TikTok is. That's what it is. Like if you get into this thing where you're depending
1: on it as your sole source of income, the pressure becomes
0: not making it. It
1: just makes it not fun.
0: And... The key to being successful on social media is truly just consistency. The fact that we can all be different and we can all
1: be ourselves on social media and you don't have to copy what someone else is doing. You really don't. We are more than just
0: a mother-daughter duo. We are best friends, business partners, dance partners, and more. This is yours truly, a glimpse into what goes on behind the TikToks and inside our conversations together. When you join the chat, you're not just a listener, you're part of the family. We clearly love social media but I was thinking the other day what if our followings, accounts, pages, everything disappeared tomorrow? What would we do and how would we start over? So this week we're going to talk about what exactly we would do if our social media followings disappeared tomorrow. Okay, but we're going <laughs> to say... I think this if, is scary for you to think it's about. It's very <laughs> terrifying. But <laughs> As it's also- you hit 900,000 followers. And we are
1: going to say this is knowing what we know now, right? We're not going to pretend we're starting over with a blank, with like no
0: knowledge. So. No, yeah, like we're starting over knowing everything we've awesome. learned in the past two, three years, whatever. Amazing. Everything I've learned working in social media, everything you've learned... Amazing. ...your way. So. I guess, do you want to go first? What do you think you would do differently? Would you, I guess, wait, backtrack a little bit more. Would you still post the same content you post now?
1: The answer is yes. And I would post it, I would start from the beginning doing it. So my disadvantage to st- having started in 2020 was I really didn't even know that I was good at this. I didn't know that I had a skill yeah. set that was valuable to be able to share on social media. And ne- I never made the connection with, being a producer director to being like somebody that would actually be able to put out good content for that reason. And so Mm -hmm. because I didn't make that connection, I didn't think that was a skill set that I had. So I started my account, you know, doing baking videos, dancing videos, and then ended up going viral with those things. Household tips went viral with those things and then evolved into teaching TikTok and teaching production. So what I would do differently now is I would go all in right from the beginning with being the teacher of video production skills, stop motion. Here's how you do these tricks and tips. I love yeah. it. I I love it so much. I would still continue to share the rest of my life, though. I would not, you know, mm-hmm. even though people say if you stay in a niche, you'll grow faster. I will stand by the idea that you are your brand. And there's a lot of tutorial people out there. There's a lot of people that do baking and household tips and whatnot. You are your brand. So the way you deliver it is different. So you can show your personality in your content and and you can show other types of content. And I would Mm -hmm. likely go all in on the tutorials and still sprinkle in family life, daily life, things I do.
0: What would you do differently? I would do so much differently. I would, well, I started my page with food mm-hmm. and then I didn't want to show my face cause I wasn't like confident yet. Mm-hmm. And then I slowly started doing more lifestyle stuff and slowly started talking to the camera more. And I just feel like I would jump into where I'm at right now where it's just kind of posting stuff for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently in this weird phase where I feel very burnt out on social media and I haven't even made content in like the past week, I don't think. Might be because of my foot injury, mm-hmm. but I I definitely would do things a lot differently. I would start posting lifestyle, more lifestyle stuff sooner, not being afraid to post imperfect content. Mm-hmm. I think I got really hung up on thinking TikTok was like Instagram in the beginning and my feed needs to look perfect right. and it needs to all look cohesive and that's not how TikTok is. And even on Instagram, I think I would I would just be more myself. But I also think for Instagram, I love photography as a hobby. So I love just posting on Instagram like pictures I take. I don't think that's ever gonna change. So I don't know. I don't know if that answers, answers the question specifically, but I think I would be more myself right. and not trying to be somebody else. Right. I think that's what I was doing early in the early TikTok days, trying to be this food content creator, trying to be a travel content creator on Instagram. No, I would just just try and be myself. I, I think that
1: comes from somewhat of maturity because three years have passed. Yeah. So you were 23 you're 26. I mean, well, now you're 27. Oh, as of I'm going to be 27. <laughs> uh- <laughs> as of as of this, the airing of this podcast, you are twenty seven, but I mean that's three years in the twenties is a big maturity change. So I think yeah. that confidence comes into play. I I look back at well, I also think, gosh, TikTok could go away. We still don't know if it's going to go away, and I could lose yeah. nine hundred plus thousand followers in a heartbeat. And would I be devastated? Of course, but I don't think as devastated as a lot of people would be because I still know my purpose and I would just get right back on the horse. From the beginning of this whole me posting, I made a a conscious decision that I was going to post a TikTok every day. That's just what I did during the pandemic and that's what I did after. And then when I was busy at work, I still managed to put out content every day. And it's just my relentless persistence, you know, like poke, 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 continue. I'm not, I don't let anything derail me even when i have things no. that derail me for real like the cancer thing that was the only time over three years how like you
0: call it the cancer the cancer thing.
1: Thing. oh just the just the little cancer thing that happened a few a <laughs> few months ago that's what i consider okay. <laughs> it. that's what i consider it the cancer thing it's in <laughs> my, my things <laughs>
0: so but, minor so irrelevant so unimportant <laughs> Oh my God, I didn't even realize it sounded like that. But hey, I mean, that's what I consider It's like, that cancer thing. It's like, oh yeah. I don't know. That that COVID thing. That like, I don't, you know? So crazy. So yeah. crazy. Oh, I just had a cold. You know, that cold thing. <laughs> right, like, well, uh, that period. No.
1: But I mean, that was huge <laughs> for me because I didn't post for two weeks. That was the only time I had a posting hiatus. Oh. I know. <laughs> and I was like, so... I felt withdrawal and not because of the addiction of social media, but more because it was like a promise to myself and I had, you know, friends and connections there. And I felt like I was, you know, letting people down cause I wasn't showing up. So I yeah. think that I, I think my, my edge is that, that's part of who I am. Like I do not give up. Yeah. I do not let something like oh ba- bad views. People come on and they complain about their views. I, I say bad views, move post again. I di- oh that didn't do well, post again. I never really look yeah. back and say oh, no, and then get on and say oh my last video didn't do well. Can you guys go show it some love? I wouldn't even think to no. do that because oh, I hate when people. It's do terrible. I hate it's it.
0: not a good strategy, folks. <laughs> it's not a good strategy. It's not a good look. It's, it's not a good like, look. Just like keep going. I think something that is hard for me on social media is like being a creative person and doing so many different things. So I like to draw, I like to pam, I'm, I'm doing stand-up comedy classes. Mm-hmm. I like to write. I like to do all these different things. And the key to being successful on social media is truly just consistency. Yes. If you post and show up every single day multiple times a day, you will grow without a doubt, even if your content or even if you're not that talented. And like there's a lot of people on the internet who are Honestly, not that talented, but they've gotten really far because they're consistent and they post every single fucking day. Mm -hmm. But the problem that I think a lot of creatives have with these platforms is like you it takes a lot of energy to be creative. It takes a lot of like mental work. It takes a lot of time being a good photographer, being a good like singer, comic, all these things takes time. And social media doesn't really allow for you to have that time right. unless you're documenting every single fucking step. And sometimes you don't want to document every single fucking step. You just want to, like, do your creative process. Right. So I haven't even been on social media, like, the past two weeks with, like, my foot. I think partly because I injured my foot. I'm spra- I sprained my ankle. I had to be basically not on bed rest, but I couldn't really put any okay. weight on my foot for like the past two weeks. And the first day, I spent like all day on social media, and I feel like I turned my brain to mush. <laughs> so that after that, I couldn't stand being on TikTok or Instagram, and I honestly haven't even been on it that much since. And it's been nice, and I've been doing other things i learned I'm learning how to embroider. Oh. I get back to drawing. I've been journaling. I started my stand-up comedy classes. So I'm like writing and all these different things. And sometimes as creative people, you just need to like be creative and not fucking have to publish it Post and make about it. 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 Yeah, like, yeah. Put yeah. it out in the world. It's just for you. Well and I feel like yes. it's really hard and that a lot of creative people aren't really good at social media because it just is a lot of fucking work to be creative. And then on top of that, like how do I, how do I document how this? Do now? Document so I get it. likes and like, how do I make it viral versus am I making work that I'm proud of that I'm interested in, etc. cetera. Sorry. That was a tangent. That's
1: such a good tangent. And it's so, it's important because I realize you just made me realize why I have an edge on this because my creativity is in creating videos. So I don't, I don't paint and I don't embroider. I don't really have those types of uh, creative interests. And so my creative expression is actually in video. So I have an advantage because that's how I express things. And it's sometimes it's in interview style, sometimes it's in music video style, sometimes it's in like transitions and it's in, I think that is my creative expression. So lucky for me, my outlet is the thing. And I think that's probably why I have this advantage and why I've built A platform because it's just what I love to do. So of course, when you love to do something, you want to keep doing it. It's not a chore. It really, and the days where I'm busy and I can't post, it almost feels like I didn't get to do my fun thing. And so then I have to figure yeah, out. Yeah, you time. always
0: call me. You are like, I yep. didn't have time I didn't to post. Time on to post. I was today, so busy. Like, it's okay. It's so the busy. world's not ending if you don't hit post. Like, it's and so fine. you know what
1: though? It, the, for me, it is. So I have to. Then I go and I find a quick trend and I shoot myself. You know, shoot myself. And then I, I film myself. <laughs> oh my I film myself doing one shot so I could put you know a caption on it and make a trend because I just feel like I don't want to let myself down because I know that I made you know a promise to myself to be consistent. So I think a lot lot of this comes back to, and it's a book I just recently bought for someone, which is called Atomic Habits. And the premise of the book is that if you do a small thing every single day, that adds up to a huge uh, achievement at the end of a period of time. Mm -hmm. So just like I started to learn Spanish with like just a little bit of podcast, listening and learning every single day, that all added up to me being able to pretty much carry on a conversation in Spanish now. And the same thing with social media, it's like, I just continue, continue, continue. I post, I post, I post. And all those small increments and that little habit has added up to me having a platform that I never actually thought Mm -hmm. I would have. It's just a a crazy thing. One other thing, Julie, I wanted to just mention about how I view social media is Mm -hmm. when you first start on a platform, you're like, in the grammar school year of learning. Like you're a child, you're learning how to do the platform. And I was like, and, and then you, your first followers are like your childhood friends. And then as your mm-hmm. account starts to grow and then you get more experienced, you're like in middle school version and teenage version and you start to gain a little more confidence. And so right now in social media, TikTok land, I'm in adulthood. <laughs> I've made it through all this. You're mature. T- I'm mature. <laughs> and so I think that When I look back to that time, I don't think of it as like, oh, I'm embarrassed by my videos. I think I was just a child on social media then. That was my child years. (laughs) Do you look at it like that at all? um, It's been in your life forever, social media, I guess.
0: I think, Hmm. I don't know if I think of it like that, but that is really funny and interesting. It definitely makes sense for you. For me. (laughs) And I don't think that's like wrong at all.
1: I don't know. I think that my my early followers, I consider them like my longtime childhood friends.
0: <laughs> I know. You're thing. like, oh, me and Pammy Cakes are gonna go yes. do this. And I'm like, Okay, we're gonna, like we're gonna meet in real life. Normal, normal. One but then I'm like you think about it, it's like, oh, you just like met her on the internet and I, like <laughs> I know,
1: but we have a real connection, like a real life connection. There's several yeah. people. I mean, I'm friends with a eighty-three year old woman from Texas who's like incredible in an assisted living and she's like I become a friend. I just love the connections that I've made. You know, of course, we've. I could mention a lot of people right now, so I'm not going to get into it. But, you know, we love Tazzy, and she's always on all the episodes. And mm-hmm. our girl, Laura, let's just talk about that. this moment where Laura had a viral video. Who? You're going to know exactly who I'm talking about in a minute, Julie. So I did a video where I did transitions, and it was, like, very difficult. It was very complicated. <laughs> uh, a guy whose name escapes me at the moment, Robinson, he did... These champion shirts changed and he did all these to a Britney Spears song. And so I said, wow, this one's complicated. But I pulled it off. I did it when we were, and I was visiting you in California. I was in your mm-hmm. backyard. I shot the video, and then I was like, people were like, "Well, we needed the tutorial. We need the tutorial because it was really good. There was like tons of outfit ch- changes every time your arm moved and swiped, whatever. There's an outfit change. So I did you a. You raided
0: my closet. I raided your closet. The outfits, did the outfit. Just
1: had them in a pile on the back patio. I had them in a pile because you don't want to move your feet for this type of transition. I know you got to keep your you feet, so your feet you planted. So you're,
0: you.
1: Yeah, I love it. So I did the whole thing, and then the. Um, the one follower, uh, her name is Laura, she did it and she learned from my tutorial and she was like, and it was so sweet and she forgot to add the music and she had some trouble with some of the transitions, but she did her best. And yeah. she tagged me in the video, right? Do you remember this? I was out in California. Oh, for- I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, Julie, look at this sweet woman who did this this video, okay? And she tagged mm-hmm. me. I'm like, I'm going to leave her a really nice comment. Biddy-bing, bink, bink, bink. Leave her a little comment. I'm like, oh,
0: I'm gonna, what happened next, a nice Julie? nice comment. The next day,
1: a little comment of encouragement. The next day, Julie's like, Helen, that woman's video is on my For You page, and it has something like 300,000 views. Yeah. and I was Madness. Like, what? We laughed about this. Every we time it came dying. up, And we kept following to see how many views it got. Like it kept getting more and more mm-hmm. views. And I was laughing because I taught the lesson and I did the t- trend. And my videos did not get as many views as this woman who was a beginner who took it on. And ma- and she had a little caption that said, this took me six hours to edit, which I think people just came for her to say, you mm-hmm. did great. You killed it. Like, everybody, she was getting support. And I just adore her. I adore her to this day. She is wonderful.
0: Yeah. That was, that was a hilarious That was a
1: great story. Time, but
0: it was We funny. laughed. We kept laughing. I'm
1: like, what? <laughs> we just kept laughing about it. Every time we saw it, yeah. we couldn't believe it. That was One crazy. One of those Helen and Julie moments that maybe nobody else would find funny. But you get it, right, No.
0: Yeah. I get it. <laughs> we have a lot of those. We do. <laughs> um if you started differently, would do you think your goal would be different? Oh,
1: uh, that's a good question.
0: Because I think a lot of people who start on social media, and I think, yeah, I think a lot of people who start on social media, especially if they're aspiring to be an influencer or a content creator, they start by doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you're trying to be an influencer or a content creator and you're trying to build a following, you have to create content for your audience, mm-hmm. and it's like do those two mesh, essentially. Like, right? Does that make Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I, because I, I, you can post all you want about the bread you're eating or like someone's birthday in your family and this or that, but does that really serve your audience yeah. unless you're like a mega celebrity who really cares about that? So, so wait, like, so what's that, the question? Go back to what your question is. Cause I, I, my question was like, would your, would your goal change? Oh, okay. Yeah, but I know your, your goal wouldn't change. I guess it's a stupid oh, question. No. Cause I'm raising you my hand. always want to continue to serve your audience. I'm raising my hand. My goal would change slightly. Are you ready?
1: Oh. And I know Grace is oh. going to love to hear this one too. So I hope you're tuning in, Grace. Listen up. I would monetize sooner. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would monitor with what? I would. You, have, if you say brand deals, no. I'm about to freaking no. my am not, not, out brand, out the not brand
1: deals because that still does not feel. I still feel like that makes me a salesperson, and I just, I just don't seek comfort in that. I feel like that would add stress yeah. to my life. Like if a video didn't get the views and I was paid for it. And I, The stress of that, I would love to get a brand deal for clothing because I feel like every time I try and do an outfit transition and I'm like rifling through my closet and I feel like I only have the same clothes, I would love a a clothing brand. So listen up, Athleta, all the A's, Athleta, Anthropology, Aritzia, and then I'll throw (laughs) in an F, free people. Hit me up because I can do some wicked clothing transitions and get you views and people ask about the clothes every single time. But I run out of clothes because I don't have enough, you know, how much shopping could I do? And I can't, so I'm constantly struggling with, with clothing things and I would love a clothing brand. But what I would do differently is I would monetize my teachings much more Mm -hmm. sooner Mm -hmm. because I know we're working that out now with socialize and we're building that business. But I think I could have, you know, given myself an advantage by doing it sooner. Like having a package of things that were offered, like if you want to have, group session zoom session and we have a 10 we'll take the first 10 people and you can have a private i would do that sooner absolutely that's what i would do different yeah Yeah. because i feel like i've been giving it all away for free all this time and now it's like now how do i start charging it just seems like it seems like bless you (laughs) hold on (laughs) sneezes in the studio i love it it's real (laughs) life as always but yeah, I think that's a big thing that I would do differently is plan more. Because I think the people on social media, I used to th- see people with a million followers and thinking, and I would think, Ugh, when I, if I had a million followers, I'd be making so much money. Like, I really thought that. And now I look yeah. at, I have 900,000 followers and I'm not making so much money because number one, I'm not going after brand deals. And I'm in a demographic yeah. where the brands aren't coming after me. It's very upsetting. And, Sad. you know, I just feel like it's, it's an illusion that I think people see people on (laughs) the minute they see a number of followers on those social media, they think, How can how can I make money here? Like, oh how can I make money like you? You know, that's I get that question a lot. So Mm
0: -hmm. it's a struggle. Yeah. But I also think that's like that's important because I think a lot of people on social media they just try and monetize the first opportunity they get. And it's fake <laughs> and we can tell when we're watching your content that you've never used this product yeah. seen this product before even like knew it existed so i think another thing that maybe I, I don't know if i would i feel like i already have this in me but if like other people want to think about this it's you know if you want to monetize what's again what's the best way you could like serve your audience because. Right. Those are the people you essentially make money off of. Right. So it's like, how are you serving them the best way without it feeling inauthentic and pushy?
1: Yes. And I think part of that is building that, building that loyalty with your audience by yeah. not and, coming. And not
0: just doing the first thing you get right. opportunity for yeah. because, or the first idea that comes to you because you also need to think about the longevity of it. Like, okay, yeah. if you offered this, and, but yes. are you gonna to want to be doing that in like 12 years, like thinking through kind of long term. You know, you know what's really funny is
1: um, I ha- I must have had around half a million followers at the time that this happened and I was mm-hmm. shooting a Sensodyne commercial and I was so I was on set with the one of the dentists and we were like, "Oh, let's make a TikTok." And we did like a whole thing with the Sensodyne. You know, it was just really funny because I was shooting the commercial. So, yeah. we made a TikTok and somebody came into my comments and said, "Oh, figures, now you're a sellout." And I'm thinking, <laughs> first off, I was not paid to make a Sensodyne TikTok. It was just we were having fun on set. I mean, granted, yeah. I was getting paid for the commercial, so I wasn't getting paid by them, but not to do content. A TikTok, and yeah. I, and that was kind of like almost like insulting to me. Like this person thinks I'm a sellout. First of all, I love Sensodyne toothpaste, so it wouldn't even be <laughs> an untruth. What's in all my bathrooms, Julie? You know. You know what's there. It Sensodyne. is. I'm it's a everywhere. Sensitive. So I think um, – that that kind of disturbed me because I thought, oh, people think I'm like – they'll think I'm a sellout the minute I start doing brand deals in yeah. that way where I'm promoting a brand. So I had my own internal struggle, and that's why I didn't p- pursue it because I didn't want to be yeah. disingenuous to my followers. But
0: I think – you would have done it in the right way because you have me, and I would not let you push something in an inauthentic way. And I think True. after working in social media and working at influencer agencies and just watching influencer content, I have a really good grasp on how you can make authentic content as an influencer. Yeah. So I would have made sure that. Well, you know, you're, that re- you're really happen. good at
1: that. that- They you should that you could probably just do that as a business, tell people how to do their influencer campaigns correctly. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's so many bad ones. There are. Yeah. It's like we can tell. We can tell. Yeah. We don't like it. But what I always advise people that actually do ask me the question when they come into my, my DMs and they're like, How can I monetize? How can I monetize? And I always really come back with think about what you can offer your audience and make that your business versus thinking about monetizing views because they always think, Oh, yeah. if I go into the creator fund, you're not going to make enough money in the creator fund. Could TikTok's not going to pay you enough to to pay your rent. That's just not the way it works. You know, it's, yeah. that's just not the way the numbers work. So you could, unless you have like 70 million followers or something, maybe, I don't know, but you have to really be a <laughs> you, you mega, mega influencer for that to happen. So I just think that I should take my own advice. Like, I should have been, <laughs> you know, think about what you can yeah. offer your audience and what they would be willing to pay for from you. And part of yeah. that for me was, all right, I was doing production shoots and I had a job and I didn't really need to think about monetizing that because I had a day job. So I was not, yeah. but I should have really been doing it simultaneously. You know? But I also
0: think it's it's hard because, yeah, I have a job and you have a job. So doing our social media is kind of, a fun thing, Mm -hmm. which I think is important because I don't feel pressure to accept any brand deal that would like come in my inbox. And yeah, I'll accept a PR package from Kiehl's like, hell yeah. I love Kiehl's. Give me that stuff. Right. But I don't feel stressed like, Oh, I need to negotiate for money right now because it's, I think, yes, there's, you need to pay influencers and content creators. You need to pay them their worth. But at the same time, I don't. I you don't, don't have the pressure of it because you don't need me. you don't
1: need to do it f- to pay your rent. That's what it is. Like if you yeah. get into this thing where you're depending on it as your sole source of income, the pressure becomes yes, not yes exactly that. It, it just makes it not fun. And the whole r- way to be successful on social media is to make sure you are having fun. The minute you're not, your exactly. audience knows it. They can feel that vibe. I think
0: so true. Right? And that's why when I get in these funks I just don't even bother posting cuz I'm like I'd rather just not make content for 2 weeks and go dark than try and put out subpar, shitty, unenthusiastic content right. for 2 weeks. Like I'd rather just come back in 2 weeks and feel really fucking motivated and post 3 3 times a day, multiple times a day yeah. because I'm excited about it versus like putting out a lame video once a day for like 2 weeks until I feel better. If that makes sense. And that's why not to do that for a job, you know?
1: (laughs) That's why not to make social media a job. It's important. You know, find... And the other advice I give is figure out what videos you like to make because those are the kind of videos Mm -hmm. you're going to do more of and then you wouldn't... It won't feel like work. So even if you're a brand and something's like... It's trending to do transition videos or whatever. Or it's trendy and it's cool. If that takes you so much time and it's just as you out, you don't need to do those. Don't, don't no. kill yourself because you're not going to put out enough content. It's better to do more of videos that you love. It'll be easier, yeah. quicker for you to execute. You'll enjoy it. Your audience will know that you're enjoying it because they'll feel it in mm-hmm. your content. And that's the beauty of... The, the fact that we can all be different and we can all be ourselves on social media and you don't have to copy what someone else is doing. You really don't. You're better yeah. not copying.
0: I think something that I would also do differently and kind of, I definitely do it now more than, you know, back in the day is not worrying about everything being so polished, mm-hmm. even for like Instagram, even for TikTok Like Oh, I'm traveling. I want to get a really nice video of me like walking up the trail and now I'm just like, "Steven, just grab a clip of me doing whatever." Like, <laughs> right. I if if I fall, like whatever, so actually if I look better. weird, it's fine. <laughs> like I'd rather just be a more I'm already asking him to take a video of me. It's not the most authentic thing in the world. So like, if it's not perfect, then I don't want to, have to do it 15 times in yeah, front of a group of people. So I don't want to have true. to do it 15 times on a mountain. I don't want to have to bring a ball gown to the top of Mount Everest to get the photo. Like, I'd rather just be mm-hmm. in my garbage clothes and take a fun picture than try and be really fake. This is where the best thing you can do for yourself in social media is learn how to edit.
1: Because I will tell you, some of the crap videos that I could make, <laughs> that I could turn into a good final edit. And this is. Yeah, Of course, it's from years of production experience, too, where, oh, my God, we didn't get exactly the right shot. We can find a piece of that shot that'll work. You know, it's like partly that experience. But even when I do, you know, this morning I went to the morning dance party in Central Park called Daybreaker. I was there. I was shooting some clips. They weren't perfect. I was like, I just shot some stuff because I know tonight when I sit with my phone, I'll zoom through and I'll find two seconds of each of the little clips that I shot. And I'll find some magical two seconds. I even looked at some of the videos before I came here. I looked at it and I was like. Oh, this one I thought was going to be so cute of me and Chris dancing together, the woman I went with. I, I literally thought this was going to be a great shot. And I looked at it and I said, like, oh, it's so lame. So I actually took a still frame of it to post. And I'm like, I'll slow it down later and I'll make it look better. And I'll use a little piece of it <laughs> yeah. when I, you know. So I already know I'm going to fix it, even though it was a crap yeah. shot that, that I thought was going to be good. So editing is your friend because you can make anything good if you know how to edit. And the tips and tricks, that's why my editing workshops, I'm going to do a plug for the Hello Socialize workshop. (laughs) When I spend those hour workshops and we go through specifics of how to nuance and edit, I love to share those tips because those are the things that nobody's talking about. No tutorialist is giving you these little nuances of how to cut things a certain way and how to find the trim and, or how to make something like you If you shoot a transition and it's out of sync, I can tell you how to get it back in sync by cutting a little clip and adjusting the speed. I have all the little hacks, Jewel. You know I do. I'm doing this for a long time. (laughs) So I have all the little tricks of the trade. Join the workshops. They're free. Join the workshops. (laughs) They are free. All right. Well, you know, with that, I think. I have. Go ahead.
0: I have one more thing. Go ahead. That I think everyone needs to hear. Good. That being real is better than being posed and with all things I'm not trying to promote be real I just mean in general like oh be real I didn't even think of that (laughs) no like just thinking about my Instagram thinking about my TikTok I like I think for anyone who's gonna if you had to start over on social Mm. media it's more important to be real and authentic than to try and be fake and show off this like perfect image of yourself. There's a, that is so true and it is so easy
1: for us to say, and we're used to doing it, but it's so hard for some people to do because the minute they turn that camera on, they think they're talking to an audience. They think they're talking to 20 people, 30 people, 50 people, Mm -hmm. 10,000 people. And I I will go back to my core belief and how I do content This little cell phone here is my little imaginary friend. I'm talking to one person every single time. And I know there's going to be more people watching this video. But when I'm teaching, I'm teaching one person how to do a transition or an edit or like a little stop motion trick. And I just get into it like I have one student. And that's the best mindset. It's hard, though. It's hard for people to do it. But it's like just like you picture one person, me or Steven, when you're making content, like the people out there. Listening should just picture, think of who that person is, or make it just their phone as their friend. And then think yeah. about that. It's almost like I'm talking to myself half the time when I look at my phone. <laughs> I can entertain myself all day long. I'm one of those people that could be, I like to travel alone. I like to, you know, just, Yeah, I like to go places alone. Well, we'll talk about that in the next episode. We're going to get into that next, in the next one. All right. So this was fun. It was fun to think about starting over and starting fresh. <laughs> It's a good. It's a, it really was. Yeah, it's good to think about it. So, that's that's it for today. Yours truly, Helen and Julie. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to leave us a review if you enjoyed this episode. And make sure to follow us on social media. Julie is at Julie Polisi. That's J U L I p-o-l-i-s-e and I am at the mothership and that's mothership with a u and as you know together we are hellosocialize.com bringing you tutorials workshops and more to help make your content creating easier we send out a weekly email called the creative forecast where we share trends uh what else do we share where we share trends original content ideas music suggestions and more thanks to our producer grace who's listening in as always and laughing along with us our engineers at melrose podcast studios we have morgan in the los angeles studio and nick here in new york and p.s i'm going to give nick a plug who is a stand-up comic and he can be found on his (laughs) socials at mr nick callas that's c-a-l-l-a-s so go listen to nick and have some laughs make sure to tune in next week when we'll be talking about introverts versus extroverts.